The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Bright walls. Oh, sorry. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You have bright walls on your mind? Oh my gosh. Yes, I do. It's the start of bright walls, the finale today through Sunday. And the forecast is really good for Friday or Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Sunday's iffy as far as rain. I'll worry about Sunday when we get to it. But it's beautiful out right now. Today, a busy day for bright walls. You're bringing. Uh, which dog down? Both dogs. Oh, both? Both dogs coming down to participate in the Bright Paws Parade. My college roommate, Josh Burgett, of Josh Burgett he eviscerated me last night over this. And uh, I told him that I've grown up and I have a daughter and we're taking our doggies <laughs> down to the parade, Joshy. There they are. So Chip, Chip, it will be in the in the competition. I, I mean, we, we don't have outfits like this. So there'll no. be a best dressed best hair, best friend, and then I don't know what the other one, other category is, but you, you are gonna wanna be down here. Six o'clock the parade starts down Michigan Ave, and then uh, the pageant shortly after. And then Joe Hurtler and the Rainbow Seekers with mm -hmm. a free concert after that. And in the uh, alley stage next to Agma, they will have a garage grunge band cool. performing at 9 p.m. Hey, Ogma's such a cool place to have downtown, right? It is. It really is. We have an awesome downtown. I think last night when we were at the uh, artists, uh, well, it was a, what did we call that? Partner, Partner dinner. dinner. Yeah, but a lot of the artists were there and a few of the artists spoke and, uh, oh, there's a photo. Yeah. So these didn't make the photo gallery. No, because Joey refused to cooperate. You and Joey were wearing the same shirt. Yeah, uh, but out. it was nice seeing all the business uh, owners down there and some of the artists spoke and talked about the their thoughts on Jackson and it was so cool to hear uh, from them yeah. that uh, uh, and complimenting the uh, the festival team and of course there's uh, co-director Clay McAndrews and I think there's only 18 of them that put this on is that Amazing. what he said yeah. it's insane so shout out to them uh, they deserve all the credit they get. Yeah, we heard from a couple artists who talked about the uh, professionalism, the enormity, the uh, awesomeness of Jackson and the Bright Walls, and the trips, big sponsors of Bright Walls and everything. One thing that one of the artists mentioned was like they go to sometimes they go to these festivals and they can't find you know their paint. There's no one to talk to. He said you know here they don't worry about anything this thing runs like a swiss watch so and i think as a sponsor of that we we certainly agree yeah it's amazing it really is and you're invited to come down and experience it this weekend it's free except for the three ticketed events 
but I would say it's a relatively <laughs> low cost to go to all three concerts, That's $40 good one. for, oh, there's you and uh, Jennifer talking about the... Uh, Morning show. Yeah, that's exactly where we're previewing content for next week. And uh, there's one of the artists as well. Tallest artist. He yeah. got the tallest artist. Very nice, award. very nice guy. Mm -hmm. And the food was uh, great at uh, Veritas. Hey, there's Jordan and Maitland. Jordan Bailey and Maitland, his These girlfriend. The These were delicious, by the way. <laughs> Tell uh, Brandon what happened. Um, we were in line, and the guy in front of me took the last one. No. <laughs> the last one. And here's, here's the thing. I wanted one, too. Right? Right. So I didn't get one, either. Well, that's how it is at lunch here at JTG. But here, mm -hmm. it was our second trip up to the buffet. But un unbeknownst to Andy, I had already arranged with Joey, who was in line ahead of us, to get me one, and he did. I grabbed an extra cookie uh, and walked it around to see if anyone wanted the extra cookie, and they didn't, so I ate the cookie. Uh, advice for parking downtown. Oh, yeah. Here's my advice. Park in the parking structure at Consumers. Just park there. Yeah, you're That's right gonna there. be the, one of the best spots. Park there, and then just, uh, just walk on over. It's, you know, you're not gonna be able to get a spot right in front of JTV or right in front of Waltz, okay? It's gonna be busy, very, very busy. I suggest parking in the garage and yeah. then just walking over. Yeah, you're, you're across the street from the uh, festival. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a no-brainer there. I bet a lot of people didn't know we had parking car garages, but we do, mm -hmm. two of them. They're free. And they are free. Yeah, and you can park in those decks the rest of the time. Anytime after 3 p.m. on weekdays and all day on the weekends, free, no questions asked. And they're uh, secure and they have cameras and safe. So we've got um, Bright Walls this weekend, also the Blue Mass. Remember oh, yes, that? yes, the Blue Mass. It's happening at St. Mary's Star of the Sea on Sunday at 10 a.m. It's a mass to honor first responders. It's happening on 9-11, and it's providing a free lunch for all first responders and their families following the mass. All are welcome, all law enforcement officers, firefighters, first responders. You will be thanked and honored for your service in our community, and we do. We appreciate all those in the line of duty for our community. And uh, next week, uh, next week there's gonna be an Encore Food Truck Tuesday. Did you hear mm -hmm. about this? Yeah. Tuesday, September 13th, there is a Encore. One more time, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and there'll be great food, music, and of course, new food trucks. I talked to, uh, our uh, downtown friend, Joe Brandenberry, yesterday. No, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Guess what he? Guess what he's got? What? A food truck. No. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Is and it a uh, nightlights food no, truck? I, I don't. I can't remember the name of it. It's Roland Hoagies. Thank oh. you. Thank you, Roland Hoagies. Um, so they're going to be debuting that, I believe, at Brightwell. So I'm gonna check that out. Nice. I'm going to buy a food truck. You're going to buy a food truck? Mm -hmm. They're very expensive. I know. And they're a lot of work. I know. Yeah, everyone thinks they want to own a restaurant or own a food truck, and uh, the second day of that, they uh, they regret it. No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's true. No, this it's going to be good. Uh, MDOC announcing yesterday they are closing prisons. What? And it's of concern in Jackson because we have all these prisons and prison employees, but they're closing um, the um, Michigan Reformatory 
in Ionia uh. and four units at Gus Harrison Correctional Facility in Adrian. Now with the staffing shortage, no one's losing their jobs. But surprisingly, the state's prison population is 32,000. It's the lowest in more than 32 years. At its peak in 2007, there were 51,000 people in prison in Michigan. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now just 32,000. How many people are in prison in California? Half of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It, it is amazing, mm. though, that that has gone. Have you been to Lake Michigan uh, this summer? I haven't. Just California? Just California. Well, the sand dunes, <laughs> it's amazing, you know, uh, the erosion and the wind and everything. Silver Lake at Mears and Lake Michigan. Oh, The yeah. sand dunes are swallowing the cottages mm. on Silver Lake, and they can't stop it. Crap. It's just happening. It's the sand's journey. It normally it, uh, ends in bushes and trees, but it's... It's threatening, well, this home, th this photograph from the Detroit News taken atop the threatening sand dune. This is, yeah, this, yeah. this is why I've never made, made the purchase, I think. Yeah, beach property. So that's their... Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Now Silver Lake, iconic, mm -hmm. iconic. So no, short, no sand shortage. That'd be pretty cool to have your yard look like that, but mm -hmm. wow, that's amazing. Did you ever do the, uh, did you ever go to Silver Lake and do the dune buggy rides? Yes, we have, you know. No, we I, had an incident. We did? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. I have um, exciting news out of the world of fast food. Oh. Uh, one of my favorite items is coming back for a limited time to McDonald's, the cheese Danish. Oh, I didn't know it went away. You didn't? No. Yeah, the Danish has been away for a long, long time. Hmm. And the Danish will be back September 14th. So, Brandon, a little coffee and Danish. Saturday morning, I'm thinking you and Barrett, a little drive-through. Yeah. Well, you gotta get the sausage and egg muffin to go along with that so you have the salty and sweet. What a perfect breakfast. Mm -hmm. And the uh, hash browns. Yeah, the hash browns are delicious as mm -hmm. well. You know, I've been to very, very nice restaurants in California mm -hmm. and they serve hash browns that uh, mimic McDonald's hash oh, right. browns. Mm -hmm. That's how good they are. That's how good they are. Uh, other restaurant news, you know, we have, of course, our wonderful Coney Islands in, in Jackson. Yeah. Another reason our Coney Islands are wonderful in Detroit, the Coney Islands, um, they have rats. Uh, the Lafayette Coney Island closed. The health department <laughs> shut it down mm. because uh, people were posting on social media videos of rats scurrying around Lafayette Coney Island. Why do rats always scurry? So, um, the age-old question, American or Lafayette? Well, it's just American now, but it's Jackson. Jackson is the king of the Coney Island. What a scam. People come from all over to go to those two places. They even have awful. a Lafayette and American set up in Vegas that people <laughs> go to and think they're eating. Noah walked out of the Lafayette Coney Island a he did. ago. And he did, and yeah. it was not because he saw a rat. No, but he wasn't happy. And he w he's walked out a lot of a lot of restaurants he has. over the he years. Has. He has with me. He walked out of a Jimmy John's one time with me. The uh, NFL starts tonight. Already, yeah. yeah. So I'm not, you know, normally as excited for the NFL to start, but we have fantasy football in the office, so that means fantasy football starts tonight, Brandon. And uh, another time eater. Another time eater. I did see that the average American 
uh, wastes five hours a day. We will not waste <laughs> this much time, I promise you. Um, but we are going to talk a little bit about it at the, around the office. We are going to chat about it. So get used to that. Uh, the Lions start on uh, Sunday against the Eagles. Did anyone, uh, does anyone have Jared Goff in the building? I hope not. I hope not either. Undrafted in the JTV League. Hey, Buffalo Bills uh, favored to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I uh, and I have their quarterback on my team. Hey, the Aspen One Hour Football Show is back. It's back tonight. I host that alongside my good friend Josh Brigett. You can catch that at 7:30 and 10:30 tonight, or online shortly. Let's get to our Extreme Dodge Scoreboard, brought to you by our friends at Extreme Chrysler Dodge. Jeep Ram. And Noah, you're not going to believe this, Noah, but I didn't bring my scoreboard paper down. But we had so many scores that I'm going to need you to throw them up like that. Thank you. Napoleon over East Jackson, Addison over Hanover Horton, Michigan Center over Grass Lake, Western one, Bronson one, and Manchester one as well. Thanks to Jeff Steers for being out and about. We have photos from three or four events last night. Grass Lake, they took care of Michigan Center. Michigan Center struggling uh, in the boys' soccer after they had that great three to four year run. Mm -hmm. Too bad you don't have the scoreboard stuff. It is too bad I don't have the scoreboard stuff. Everyone makes mistakes and I made one this morning. Cross country, Concord took second, East Jackson fourth over at the Springport Invitational. And in Division Two, Hanover Horton, they took first in theirs. Uh, Columbia Central, they finished sixth with 145. Rogan Melling of Hanover Horton, he won the race in 17 minutes flat. Austin Brown second. Over in Division One, Cooper Singleton of Western won the event as Western finished third with 63 points. In girls cross country, Western finished third, Northwest fourth at Springport. Division two, Hanover Horton finished third with 80 points. Columbia finished sixth. And in division three, Mich or Manchester won and Concord placed second. And here's what's on deck tonight. A lot. Plenty of action. And that's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard and on deck for more scores and news, JTV.TV. Standing by in the all-new County National Bank green room is Kevin Barclay from Orthopedic Rehab Specialists. He joins us after these words. Stay tuned. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show on <laughs> JTV. I thought you were going to talk. I thought you were going to do something. Well, I said you, you talk, but now I'm talking. Well, you have the papers. Yeah, you have papers too. <laughs> let's, let's get to our first guest, Kevin Barclay from Orthopedic Rehab Specialist. How are you? Good morning. You guys are doing great. How about you guys? Well, we're trying to figure out how to work this show. <laughs> <laughs> We've uh, enjoyed our uh, partnership with you folks on a number of uh, angles. The Orthopedic Rehab Specialist photo galleries online at JTV. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for that. Oh, yeah. a pleasure. 
and our uh, partnership on the running series. It's been awesome, and it's grown so much in the last couple of years. Yeah, and my understanding is you're going to have a, a key person involved in the race series next week here in Melissa Burgett. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we, that's been growing and bringing in the partnership she has with, like, the American Heart Association. It's been, yeah. it's been great. It's so. not only elevated, um, I think, I think the experience of the races has been elevated, but also just kind of the, the community aspect of it. It seems like it's each race is more of a big deal each, each time it comes around. Yeah, and it's funny because you get the people that have been doing it for years and yeah. years with us that at first some of the changes were, were just different for them, but we're just trying to get a uniformity, get some educational things going, and, yeah. and um, it's, it's coming together more and more. Yeah, the prizes sure. have increased, the uh, trophies and the medals that people get, uh, they're much sought after. And I think we've seen as um, a, 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 an attraction to the community, people are coming from really miles miles away to, to run in these these various races. Yeah, and, and Melissa, I mean, I know you know her well. Yeah. Uh, she takes every little thing that didn't go the way she wanted and magnifies grows it <laughs> so yeah. that she can make it better even, yeah. even next time but um yeah she's uh, she and obviously the help with mark and becca nice and the people that we have involved with the marketing department have been been wonderful awesome and uh, mark sent a video along and let's take a look yeah I'm, let's see what he said <laughs>
<laughs> a lot of uh, community outreach. Obviously, we run into each other all over the uh, all over the place. But uh, why why is it that you guys uh, give back to the communities that you serve? Oh, I, I think it's it's pretty straightforward. I mean, the community has supported us all this time. When, we, when Richard and Jerry started the business over 35 years ago, um, that was the whole thing. Just yeah. be able to connect with the community and whether it be sponsorships or just active involvement. Um, I really like that video that Mark put together. He put it together um, Monday. We had the Jackson Area Healthcare Angels through Jackson yeah. Magazine, and I was able to be the presenter of the awards for yeah. my second time, which was awesome. And yeah. One of your people. Um, and now uh, one of our people, Melissa Burgett, yeah. um, was one of our was our recipient, which which was awesome. But no, Mark put that together, and I said, you know, we don't want to focus on our physical therapy services mm -hmm. or promote who we are as a company in that environment. We yeah. want to talk about what we do in the community, and so I, I just think being able to connect with everyone who supported us for all this time is is important yeah. to us. It's been great. You guys are uh, you guys are moving your uh, total joint center. Where is that going to? We got we have a few things going on right now. Um, so the Total Joint Center was in our original building. Yes. That Richard and Jerry started back in 1987, um, and actually we didn't have it for a while. We brought it back about 20 years after Jerry and Richard had originally bought it. We bought it back and made it the Total Joint mm -hmm. Center. Um, but over time, we're actually getting ready um, for a big transition next month. But we, in the preparation for that, the Total Joint Center is now in our main building at Page Avenue. Um, so Connie, who's been our lead Total Joint Therapist for the last couple of years now, she's moved over and brought her, her patients over there. And then the next big step is next month, we're moving into a larger facility um, that's under construction right now. And hopefully we'll, although we've been delayed a little bit, hopefully mid-October actually is gonna happen. Top secret. Very top secret. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I've been invited to take a tour of the uh, the complex. Is that so? Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. By developers or Melissa, or <laughs> but certainly not Kevin. <laughs> no, not no. Either. Yeah, that's, I have no problem with that whatsoever. If you yeah. wanted to, to go through. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not a it's not a secret. It's not a secret. No. You want to say where it is? Yeah, it's gonna be where <laughs> the uh, Mid Michigan Health Center on West Avenue. Um, we they've been developing. Anybody going yeah. by West Avenue has watched that for oh, a yeah. while now. So we're going to be moving to a much bigger facility, more open for everybody, and be able to house both the Total Joint Center and our main office better. Be over six thousand square feet, yeah. but we're taking the top floor. Awesome. Over in there, so it, the the medical building that they're putting in there. It's amazing that that piece of property can house all that right there. It's so amazing when you drive by it. It's, it's insane, really. Matt invited me. Oh. He did. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. No, it's, coming soon. It's, yeah, it's, it's coming along. And I haven't been in there in the last couple of weeks, but no, it, it'll be nice. Mm -hmm. It'll be nice. But but amazing I mean, the growth of the, the company, all the new locations that you have throughout mid-Michigan, but your heart's in Jackson, mm -hmm. and, and really that's the bulk of, of your business. and. Um, it's been great to see how you've grown and how much part of the community you are. And also, uh, I think both of us, we've experienced um, your services and we can tell from you know the inside out how great a company it is by um, mm -hmm. the caring that all of your people um, provide. And you mentioned um, during the break that you were filling in on a lot of people's vacations mm. over the summer and 
it's likely that one of the owners is going to be helping you when you're at. <laughs> We're at also the active and, clinicians, yeah. And, and yeah. it's been nice. And one thing we've tried to copy from the very, very first clinic we had, and what's great about the vacation coverage is I'm in five different clinics in five weeks, and each time, especially if, if someone doesn't know I'm an owner and they ask someone, who's that guy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> they want to come up and tell me how wonderful the staff is. I, you should know how great these people are here. And yeah. it doesn't matter what clinic I, I go to, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Uh, so um, we mentioned the uh, orthopedic rehab specialist photo galleries. Do you know there are thousands of thousands of galleries on our website? I do know that. Hundreds of thousands <laughs> of photographs, I do. Over, a half a, over half a million photos. Wow, really? In the galleries. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, covering not just uh, high school sports, but really the whole community. We'll have a lot of Bright Walls coverage, of course, yeah. this weekend. That should, that it's happening awesome. in Jackson. It's happening in the ORS photo galleries. It's amazing. JTV.TV. It's legendary. Legendary stuff. You guys have got a uh, health and wellness fair, don't you? We have a health and wellness fair. I think. There's a health and wellness fair. Or oh, no, the these are, or I'm sorry, these That's are pillars of health and wellness. Yeah, this, this is, uh, um, we have, it's been a couple years now that we've brought in the four main pillars of health and wellness besides just providing physical therapy services yeah. and athletic training services and performance, look at the patient as a whole yeah. and, and be able to provide resources in diet and nutrition, sleep, stress, you know, just to ov overall try to help yeah. out a patient and not just with their physical injuries but this is a, this was a great thing this picture here is our ORS scholarship program mm -hmm. we give uh, scholarships to we gave 20 20 scholarships I think last year $10,000 worth of scholarships to seniors looking to go into healthcare. it's very cool so we're gonna try to try and do that but yeah I think also you're the first company to step up and provide uh, one of the, the groups of scholarships that uh, the Ambassador Dinner at Jackson High Awards, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. specifically for a student that's interested in going to in, into some sort of healthcare therapy. And I think a lot of other companies uh, followed your lead and decided, hey, that's a great idea. And now it's a, become a very big part of the Ambassador Dinner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and anything that we can do to help um, connect youth to healthcare and, and guide them through, I mean, that's, that's our niche, so we want to be able to do that. but. Um, no, I think the most exciting thing we need a chance to talk about, obviously, did you guys know, is that my Buffalo Bills are playing tonight. That's right. <laughs> against I didn't Stafford in the defending world. That's right. World Josh Champions. Allen is my uh, quarterback in, is he for, uh, for the JTV fantasy team. So I'm, <laughs> I'm a Bills guy this, tonight, too. I really, really hope he does, he does very well for I th you, Andy. Thank you very much, Kevin. <laughs> Bart's mad that he's not in the fantasy football league. I wasn't even informed that there was an, a, a fantasy football league going on here. So. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I apologize on behalf of all the staff and the commissioner, Adam. <laughs> Thanks. Well, good luck to you and the Bills tonight. Thank you. Thank Thanks, Kevin. It's a big game. It was a heartbreak last year. We don't have to talk about last year. <laughs> it's a new season. It's a new season. Good to see you. Thank you for coming in. No, thanks, thanks for having me guys. Yeah, owner at Orthopedic Rehab Specialist, Kevin Barclay. Uh, next up, Experience Jackson takes us, uh, I think, on a horse ride, so stay tuned.
The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Uh, in a minute, you're going to take us, uh, I think, to a horse place. Yes. And uh, a horse video. I have I have my own horse video. Oh, okay. I thought I'd share with you. No. It's, uh, you've seen. Remember Sandy, the horse at Myers. Sandy, yeah. Yeah, the seesaw. Penny well, here's horse. Two horses. Two horses on seesaws. That's crazy. It's amazing. Is that in England? Probably. I don't know where it is, but. I could watch this for hours. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had an opportunity to go to a place that I really did not know existed uh, here near Jackson, and Rachel Buchanan and I head out to Horsin' Around Stables in Waterloo. Let's, let's check it out. Today on a visit with Experience Jackson, we are at Horse and Around Stables at Waterloo Recreation Area, and I'm with John Stimson, who is Wrangler here, and Rachel Buchanan from Experience Jackson. And Rachel, I'll start with you. Uh, I pulled in and I was amazed. I have never been here. I know you have never been here. Yeah. This is fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Kind of the rolling hills out there and the trees and everything kind of set this set the perfect scene as you pull in it's just gorgeous not only being here but on the ride as well yeah and how long did it i mean we all we came from downtown how long did that take i want to say it was 20 23 minutes or so not yeah. to you know point to my gps or anything but yeah real close yeah very close very close to jackson and uh this this uh, property has a long history to it, and uh, I understand you're the man who knows all that history. Tell us a little bit about the property, uh, where, where it's been and where it is today. Sure, we're all on state land right here, so your tax dollars pay for this as part of the Waterloo Recreation Area. It was actually formed in the early 1900s by the state. Uh, it was settled in the 1800s by people, and they just determined it wasn't good for farming, and then the state took over and kind of acquired it and made it into a uh, state park. It's actually one of the third large largest state parks in the state of Michigan. And a lot of the hills you see here are just because of the glacier formations that were around in the, you know, obviously way back in the day. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just a great area to ride at, you know, plenty of woods in the shade, um, you know, just the hills. And a lot of people come, you know, to visit the park. Um, they bring their horses, there's hiking, you know, plenty of activities to do out here. Yeah, we obviously see a number of, of horses behind us, but yeah, talk about some of the things that the public can do out here. I know that you can, uh, you can ride for an hour if you want. That is correct. We offer one hour guided horseback trail rides. Um, you leave here, obviously, and they're all um, with the Wrangler. So, you know, we do lessons beforehand. We do six years old all the way up to 106. So if you feel, you know, nervous, you know, plenty of people might be nervous if they're riding for the first time. I always like to tell them, you know, by the time you get down that two track, you make that first left, you're going to be like, you know what, I can do this. These horses listen to me when I ask them to do something. I'll be a pro by the time I get back. 
What are some of the reactions that uh, you see from from young kids, or maybe doing their first ride, or or maybe maybe a family that's you know just coming out and enjoying their day? What's what's it like when they leave here? When they leave here, some kids are like gung ho and they'll go right out and do it. Some of them are a little apprehensive, but the best part is when they come back and they have a huge smile on their face and they go, "I want to do this again. I want my own horse." So I mean, that's probably the most rewarding part is just seeing people that may have never been on a horse before come back and just enjoy the experience and want to do it again. Now when we got here we were uh, greeted by probably the it was probably the nicest greeting we've ever had Rachel so if anyone was nervous about riding a horse once they get here the staff is going to put that to rest. Yeah an amazing crew and I was really surprised between uh, your knowledge John and some of the other Wranglers and members here it seems like you've really got kind of every area covered. I know one of the things they mentioned too was a kind of a rescue that they do here and how some of the horses come from that background. I thought that was a really cool way to, to give people that chance to ride and to give those horses a chance to thrive too. Yeah, it's awesome. Now, John, tell me a little bit about what goes into, you know, raising horses and, and getting horses ready to be ridden. So obviously it starts in the morning with feeding. So that's the first thing we do is we feed them. Then after they get fed breakfast, we'll get them, you know, brush, picked, saddled. So basically you got to pick their feet, get anything in there that might be in their feet out of there, brush them, make sure there's nothing that's going to poke stick, you know, or stab them when you put a saddle on their back. And then uh, we also do fly spray in the summertime just to keep bugs off of them um, because the bugs will irritate them and, and, you know, we don't want that as well. But after that, they're ready to go for a couple trail rides a day and, uh, you know, so when, uh, when, talk a little bit about when you guys are open and, and when's the best. I know that there is a, there's a website which has tons of information and I know you can pre-book rides and things like that, but when's the best time to just come on out? Anytime really. I mean, mornings are great. You know, we open at 11, you come out for a nice early ride, maybe an afternoon ride. We have our moonlight rides, you know, any time of day. And, and the good thing about being in the woods is right now it's a little warm today, but when you get in the woods, it's usually five to 10 degrees cooler with the shade. Very cool. Now, Rachel, you and I are not going to ride a horse today. Um, yeah. It was not recommended uh, that you and I ride a horse, but we brought someone. We did. Haley is with us today, and she's our horse rider extraordinaire. Who's going to who's gonna try it out? And she's thrilled. We're now in the staging area, and I'm with Becky, one of the Wranglers. And Becky, you're from Australia. Tell me uh, about your experience here and how long you've been here. I've been here since April 2016 in the country that is, been at the barn for two years. It was actually COVID that brought me out here to come find happiness with Sherry and the horses. It, it certainly looks like you definitely found happiness. And uh, Haley is going to be riding today and uh, Becky and John are gonna go through and get Haley ready. So we're gonna kind of tag along and, and see what they do. Becky, tell me this horse's name. His name is Cromwell, nicknamed Crummy. Okay, and this is the horse that you would put a beginner a rider on, her. a six-year-old. A six-year-old, a kid, a nervous person, a beginner, yes. He knows his job. Okay. He knows his job very well. All right, we'll let you do your thing with Haley. All right, Haley's left foot in. Yep, push up and over. Good job. Have you ridden right. before? You have? So I'll have to adjust the stirrup for you, so if you can put your knee right here for me. Thank you. Riding Western, heels down, toes up. It actually secures you nicely into your seat, so Haley's going to be nice and secure. So if he jumps or spooks out there being a flight animal, she's going to ride nicely with the horse and move with him. If she's all relaxed with her knees bent, she jumps left, he's, she's going to come off to the right. So heels down, toes up. Also, it looks more comfortable than riding English like I'm used to over there. That's my Aussie saddle. <laughs> it's 
knees bent all the way. He is getting the horse to walk on. So now Haley, if you run your hands down that left rein a little bit, keep going, give him a kiss and a quick, yep. Run your hand down the left rein, turn left, yep, there you go. There you go. <laughs> if you want to straighten back up, he'll keep going straight up there for you. Give him a more of a squeeze and a kick, he'll go for you. There you go. Yeehaw. <laughs> And it sounds like uh, everyone that comes here is going to have a great time riding any of the, the horses that you saddle them up on. Yeah, of course. Our horses are good. They know their job. It's always a fun time. I'm with Doug Brown, who's the office manager. And uh, Doug, I first have to compliment your hat. Where does one find a hat like that? This was a uh, wife bought this one, so um, I don't know where the heck she got it. Online somewhere. It's very nice. Now, if someone's booking a ride, they're probably going to uh, talk to you, but you're the one who kind of makes things run smooth around here and I handle all the scheduling. Talk a little bit about, uh, about your role here. Well, that's why we're proud of getting, uh, if you book a one o'clock ride, you're going out at one o'clock, you'll be back at two o'clock and the two o'clock ride will go out. Um, people are happy they don't have to wait around. We don't have to get their horse ready. Everything's ready to go when they show up. So yeah, we just sent John, Becky, and Haley out, but normally you'd have another uh, group ready to go in the staging area. And uh, yeah, it really makes, you know, you're very respectful of people's time and, and their money. And it's, uh, it's a great experience. It is fun. And we're happy to be one of the last two actually riding stables in the whole lower part of Michigan. They've all gone to the wayside. So it's amazing, and and eighty percent of the horses here are rescues. Uh, talk a little bit about what that what that means. Well, Sherry will rescue them. Um, I can't tell you some stories how she's mm -hmm. gotten them because the people were abusing them, and yeah. she's gone out of her way to uh, to uh, save them. But a lot of them are people just can't afford all the medical procedures that mm -hmm. need to be done on a horse, and she'll um, take them over. She's actually been at U of M uh, when she heard a woman say just put him down and Sherry said what and Sherry actually took that horse right from U of M brought him out here and worked on him for about three years this is the first year actually that he's rideable wow. and we're just getting him ready for customers that's amazing it Keep is yeah it's a this is a wonderful place wonderful staff thanks uh, thanks to you and uh, all your staff for everything you guys are doing we appreciate yeah, you're it welcome we love it we love it show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the morning show on <laughs> JTV. The Hispanic Heritage Festival is coming up. And uh, it's coming up, presented by Jackson College. Celebrate this month at the first annual Hispanic Heritage Festival, Saturday, September 17th, 3 to 8, at the True Community City Square. For more information, contact Jacob Innocencio, and uh, you can reach him at 745-9805, and we are happy to sponsor that event as well. Uh, speaking of festivals, the Bright Walls Mural Festival starts today and from the bright murals team we have chelsea dodge and greg stevenson 
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Good. How are you guys doing? We saw you last night at the uh, partner dinner. Looked like everyone was excited and ready to go. Yes. Yeah. yeah we're, we, when we run crazy behind the scenes, we try not to like reflect that when we're around other people. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> did a nice job. Composure yes, all the we're time. Like, we're very happy in the behind no. the scenes. Like, oh God, we're just yeah. It's cool to see the, t the whole team together with yes. the artists, but uh, you know, for us as uh, supporters and festival goers, it's amazing that 18 of you put this thing together. I, I have no idea how you guys do it. And yeah. you're saying that you've done it with less people in the past. I feel like you, you need more people. How do you do it? Yeah. yeah, it's, I think, you know, there's there's some of us that have been involved since the first festival. And even prior to the festival itself, there was a lot of close friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of us have worked together for a long time professionally. And I think that's just expanded. So we know behind the mural team, there's you know, Jackson Young Professionals, which is uh, an organization that just wants to progress our hometown. And we keep meeting these wonderful, organized, um, creative people, and we just want to grow the family. Well, it's a huge festival with a lot going on. And today we're going to talk about um, just a couple of the things. And everything is on the Brightwalls website and on the Facebook page and on JTV.TV. But after today, um, there's something, well, starting today, there's something every day, and you're involving uh, the community in a lot of ways. Tell us about the uh, artist panels where we'll get to uh, hear from the artists. Yeah, so I'm going to be leading, um, talking with some of the artists uh, with the students. So we have about a thousand students that are going to be coming wow. through tomorrow uh, for Arts and Education Day. Very excited. Um, so we're going to be hosting panels. We're going to bring the artists up talk to them a little bit about what they do and how they make a living doing art um, for the education of the students. We heard last night, we, uh, Detour spoke, talking about yeah. how he had influenced, you know, loves that part of, of being able to influence young artists and, and getting to hear uh, the artist stories. Not all of these artists grew up doing this. I right. mean, some just picked it up recently even. It's amazing, so a lot yeah. of inspiring stories. Yeah, it's really great. It's cool to see a lot of them, you know, start with street art, right you know some of that graffiti stuff and then now they're creating these amazing murals um yeah larger than life so also we've got um mini murals besides all the big murals yeah we've got mini murals what uh, and where is that yeah so that's going to be at the main stage underneath the the main tent uh, we're going to have 25 this year so they're all going to be painting live from noon to four oh, so they wow. have four hours to paint a mini mural, right? It's a little bit smaller, but a lot of these folks, this is their first time painting in a, competi in a competition like this. So we're very excited to have them and they're all local. Yeah, it's awesome. They'll have a lot of family and friends. Uh, talk about the, the just buzz of the festival. I know that's one of the things people were talking about last night, the energy. Um, just talk a little bit about experiencing that through the festival. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the team, you know, as we've we've grown the team, we've grown a lot of ideas and we always want to challenge ourselves with with new features and we also get a lot of great feedback from the community from people who support us about ways to get involved. So, you know, it is a mural festival, but it celebrates community and different types of art. So that's why we've got, you know, the the painting aspect, we've got, you know, you know, bring your dog for a walk type uh, aspect. We've got a lot of music and I think we continue to find new things that people are excited about. And that brings this whole diverse, you know, feel to the festival mm -hmm. as well. So everyone has something they can enjoy 
Yeah. Um, I think that's what gets people excited. Are you hosting the dog show tonight? I am not. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we, we've kind of uh, upped our game a bit, which I know we'll talk about with our um, entertainment this year. And uh, like I mentioned, we're a family, so sometimes we check each other and say, like, okay, we're we taking on too much. Yeah. And um, I ran out of dog puns, too, last year. So <laughs> now we'll have a, a different MC and, and a, a whole lot of other surprises this year cool. for that. Yeah, this uh, main stage that you mentioned is going to be, uh, it's going to be shaken and rocking. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. We've got big acts uh, all four days. Yes. Yep. Yeah, we, uh, as, as I mentioned, we have really loved bringing in the international artists and artists from all over uh, the country and the state, and we're doing the same with music. So Thursday night, um, we'll have Joe Hurtler and the Rainbow Seekers. Uh, Friday night, we've got Blacktown Steel, who's a, a Jackson band opening for your generation in concert, who we know is a community favorite. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, our back to the 90s day, we're featuring the Verve Pipe, um, who are from Michigan and, and had a uh, pretty big hit in the 90s. And then we're bringing the Fresh Kids of Bel Air from um, New York City. Um, they're a huge uh, 90s tribute band that um, really brings the energy, so we think that's just going to be a blast. And then on Sunday, uh, for Sunday Fun Day, where all our families will be there, we have the Fab Four, which is the ultimate Beatles tribute band, and they are the real thing. They're like the best. As as we can They're get. the best yeah. in the I'm country. I'm most excited they about are. that. That's going to yeah. be really fun. Yeah, and it's all—all all those acts are on our brand new main stage, uh, which has been uh, shared with the likes of Taylor Swift, which is you know pretty exciting. We don't have Taylor Swift, so no one take yeah. that the wrong way. Maybe, yeah. We're but, just gonna um, run with that now. Taylor yeah. Swift, coming to Brightwalls. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was talking to uh, Mrs. Brightwalls, Leslie McAndrews, yeah. last night. Yeah. We were talking about, you know, dressing for the 90s. I don't even know what that is. Do you have any recommendations? Oh fanny well, packs? Oh, fanny packs. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, so think about, you know, shows like Saved by the Bell. So just like YouTube, Saved by the Bell. There you go, they perfect. Were wearing, so yeah. you know, that's your a, pumped that's up a great kicks, your, your starter jackets. Uh, you know, for, for those that were like kids in the 90s, like go back and dig in your parents' like boxes yeah. if you can find mm. some of those. I have things. some tennis shoes you could wear. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah. You know, you're talking to the right person, the Duke and Duchess of Bright Wallace. <laughs> Clay and Leslie. Bright Wallace. Leslie's she, already <laughs> ready. She yeah. knows. She's, I mean, oh, yeah. She's got an outfet for everything. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't know what I'll wear. I know I can't get one of those fanny packs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, these are Brightwell's exclusive for the they team. Are, but. They are, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, tickets are available right now for uh, all three concerts. Yes, so uh, Thursday night is a free show. So right after the uh, pet pageant, we will have um, Jill Hurt and the Rainbow Seekers. That is free. But then, uh, yes, buy your tickets ahead of time so that mm -hmm. you can avoid lines. Uh, it's our first year doing tickets so that we can bring in these type of acts. Um, with the amazing sound that we'll have on the main stage. So really excited to, to bring a whole new dynamic to Brightwalls this year. Where's the, uh, where's the best place to be this year? Where's the best spot to watch? Food trucks, no. <laughs> oh my that's, that's where where's, I'll where's be, the but... best spot to, walk, to see all the action? Oh, probably main stage. Yeah. Think, yeah. In the area. We, it's, we're really excited too. So again, a lot of big surprises that we've debuted, or if you haven't been downtown yet, you'll see that we actually have two separate blocks, two separate footprints, two separate stages, um, so that you can kind of experience different um, elements of it. So mm -hmm. the alley stage is dead center in front of a lot of painting. 
Uh, the main stage is in, in a giant parking lot next to Lean Rocket Lab. And you can see the main stage, and you can see just how beautiful downtown looks with all the, the landscape background. So you can't go wrong. Yeah. I mean, even in the alleys, they're beautiful now. So Michigan Alley is beautiful. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very it's cool. Incredible. Awesome. Well, we'll see you guys uh, out and about today, and I'm sure we'll see you at the uh, dog parade and pageant tonight. For sure. I for hope so. Sure. Yeah. Thank you guys, and thanks for all your uh, hard work on this. We look forward yeah. to celebrating today. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for all thanks. your support. Thank see you guys. From the Bright Walls Mural Festival team, Greg Stevenson and Chelsea Dodge. Come down now, find a parking space because it's happening. Bright Walls. Back at the morning show after this. The morning show is brought to you by Barrex. Barrex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barrex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. We hope you'll see us and join us for Bright Walls. And yes, we make a big deal about it because it is a big deal. Mm -hmm. So we're looking forward to it. Join us, say hi, and uh, we'll probably see you in some of our photo galleries. Yeah, uh, we're sponsoring two Bright Walls, uh, including local artist, Ted LaFeer, who painted this dog behind me. And he's one of those that started with the artist panels, yeah. year one under the tent. And now he is a Brightwell's artist. Yeah, and his daughter actually is going to be one of the mini mural artists. Oh, cool. So I'm looking forward to watching uh, Helen as well. But yeah, a lot of local talent. It's going to be it's going to be just fun to watch, and uh, just hang out, have a good time. Great. Who's coming up Monday? Monday we have Austin Brown from Brown's Advanced Care, our good friend Melissa Burgett, mm -hmm. and Ernie Marr and Emily Sammons from Jackson School of the Arts. And later today on your show, Courtney Clark and Kelly Clark from Michigan Center Schools. Good things going from Walton Insurance Group. Jesse Raleigh, mural artist from Bright Walls. She is, goes by Etavi. Randy Coleman and Amy Gingras from the Special Olympics. And street art photographers, Karen Dumar and David Lee. That's all. We'll see you at 1 o'clock.